Well, hello, friends, and welcome. This is Pastor Frank. I hope you're doing well. We're doing well as much as we can because I don't know when you may hear this broadcast because it's recorded. But let me tell you, in case you didn't know about it, we're in a heat wave. You know, I think there was a song years ago, Ron, that they had a song titled Heat Wave. We're having a heat wave. Well, we certainly are having a heat wave. It's pretty, pretty warm and hot and sweaty temperatures, at least up in the 90s. But anyway, here on the broadcast today, thanks, first of all, for coming by, and I hope you'll stay with us for a while. I think we always have some good things to be talking about, and I hope that you could feel that you're part of everything we do, and I'll be telling you in a few minutes how you could be in touch with us. You could send us email, or you could write to a P.O. Box that I have here. The P.O. Box is in Woburn, and here we are broadcasting from Burlington. We're also on the air and radio stations in Maine and New Hampshire. But anyway, it's so good to have uh, my friend uh, Ron here with me. He's a great friend, a wonderful Christian man. He's a pastor, and he's been in ministry quite a while. He's, he's, He's got a very gentle way of expressing himself about God, and he has lots of humility and lots of love. So I wanted him to be with us today so that we could talk and and share for a while. To bring us into a conversation that we can have, I remember that we once, or have been recently as a matter of fact, sharing in a small group and a bigger group about God's love for us, and we look into the Scripture, we bring up some of the points of what we're reading here in the Bible, and then everybody can take notes, think about it, talk about it, and and so on. We have a great time. If there's anything I love to do, it's that very thing right there, because there's nothing more exciting than looking into the Word of God to see what God has to say, and He always has great things to tell us about. Well, the very thing that we have been sharing with these groups I was just telling you about are some thoughts from the first epistle of John. But we don't have anything prepared for this broadcast because what we like to do is look into the Bible. We could talk about some points here in First John, and then we allow the Holy Spirit to tell us or sort of lead us and guide us to talk about the very things that we should talk about. And I hope you'll take notes on it and uh, get back to us if you have any questions. And the way you can get back to us, and I'll tell you quickly right now, is by email. You could send an email message to me, and uh, Ron and I, we will get your message and tell us whatever you have on your mind. That email address is host at agmradio.net host at agmradio.net and we have a web page where you could communicate with us that way as well and the web page is so simple it's agmradio.net you see the difference the email has host at agmradio.net but the web page is agmradio.net. 
Now, we have extra broadcasts there on that particular broadcast. You can uh, ask questions. You can be in touch with us. And uh, There are also broadcasts that are running right now up in New Hampshire and Maine, covering a pretty good portion of all of that. Uh, we were once in Boston Channel, lots of friends, <clears throat> excuse me, lots of friends and listeners here in Massachusetts and Boston. Ron, can I have a touch of that water? <laughs> excuse me, folks, my throat gave out on me. Let me take a gulp of this water. Okay, there we are. I hope that'll do it. When we were on AM and FM radio in the Boston area, we had many listeners who followed us and called us here in the ministry, and I'd like you to feel to do the same by way of email and by the webpage. Ron, we're here in 1 John, and I thought I'd like to ask you, while I still have this frog in my throat, if you would read for us uh, verse 1 and verse 2 right here in the first chapter. All right, and that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, with our eyes, which we have looked at upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life, Jesus. Yes. The life was manifested, and we have seen and hear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us in the Son. Yeah, that's great, huh? I mean, those passages are always so overwhelming to me um, and what it's telling us. And I wonder sometimes when people read these things if if they might just pass by all the important mm-hmm. things that I— Well, there are things to me that are extremely important. First of all, as we read these verses, as well as you know, uh, Ron, Pastor Ron, that the passage here— that God is bringing to our attention in the Bible is the fact of the incarnation. Right. Now, what does the incarnation mean? God became a man. Right. Uh, I can't think of anything more exciting than that. As a matter of fact, before I became a true Christian and um, I didn't know about the Bible, uh, I used to look up in the sky and I would say things like, God, where are you? I can't see you, God. Why aren't you here? I, I have problems. Uh, I, I want to talk to you, God, but I can't see you. What's going on? Can't you come here and talk to us? Well, I didn't realize that God already came on the earth. I mean, God's everywhere anyway, Amen. but God actually walked here on mm-hmm. the planet because Jesus is God the Son. That's mm-hmm. God incarnate. Uh, have you ever thought of it that way, Ron? What do you think about those things? Does that inspire you? Oh, yes, because he was here walking on the earth with the disciples, and they had faith because he was with them. But our faith is in his word, which is Jesus, word made manifest in the flesh. And that, mm. it, it's just, once you're born again, you know that Christ is leading you, 
as you focus on Him. And there's no greater comfort than to know that you're in good hands. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, I always think of it this way. Uh, when I was first learning about this fact, it, it kind of overwhelmed me emotionally, but the thought that came to me is this. God became a man. Hmm. How many people really think of it that way? That's I mean, right. we think of Jesus and we call him the Son of God, mm-hmm. which he is, but he's also God the Son. Son. Yeah. Uh, both are there clearly taught in the Bible. Yeah. And the reason why I'd like to emphasize it is because many people, I don't know, see what you think about it, Ron. I, many people don't think that Jesus is really God the Son, and they miss it. But the Bible t- teaches it, makes it very clear. Mm-hmm. So when we talk to Jesus, our think about him or learn about him, we are dealing with God Almighty. Yes. Even when you read in Genesis, we get the picture there of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. created the world. Amen. Because God is in three persons. It doesn't mean there's three different gods, Mm -hmm. and it's something that Really, you can't explain. There's three different personalities. That's right. God uses the different places of the Trinity in a different way. Right. Right. Which, you know, I'm glad you mentioned it because doesn't that mean that to know God is the same as knowing Jesus Christ as God? Yes. Even though he's the Son, Son, he's still God. Right. It's amazing. It is amazing. And the same with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God, Mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit is uh, our teacher and our guide. Right. Right. But I think think Jesus had to become a man so that we would know how to know who God is. What do you think? And he, uh, he wanted to be known as man so he could relate to being human. Because right. all through his, his life, he, he walked for 33 years, mm. but he didn't do anything as far as miracles or healings or anything else right. until the day that John the Baptist said, here comes the Lamb of God. Wow. And when he came, he got baptized to relate with sinful man. Right. And until he did that, there wasn't any miracles or all the things that he did because the Holy Spirit then, when he was baptized, came upon him. Right. When the dove came down from heaven. That's right. It came upon Jesus. That was the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Of course, we're not to interrupt you, but of course there were many miracles in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. but that was a different dispensation. It's when Jesus came into the world that we see much more about. Mm -hmm. Well, I think basically what we're learning from the life of Jesus is the character and nature of who God is. In fact, the Bible says he is the express image Mm -hmm. of God. Wow, you know, you you think about that's so awesome. It is. To think about that. It is. Of course, being God the Son being the express image of his father, yeah. 
expressing God the Father's heart, he had to be perfect. Yeah. That's why we know Jesus could not commit, uh, could, could not could sin. Could not sin, yeah. No. And he, he, he also said, if you see me, you see the Father. Ah, excellent. That's a great yeah. passage. That's in the Gospel of John, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. If, in other words, that's another, another way of saying, I'm sure other Bible translations may put it more like you're saying right now, that to know Jesus is to know God the Father. Right. Because he expresses God the Father Amen. by everything he does and says. He's God incarnate. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's mind-blowing. <laughs> I guess it's hard to understand, but it's true. Yes, it is. Well, let me pause just for a second and remind everybody uh, that uh, my name is Pastor Frank. We have a special guest today. It's Pastor Ron, and uh, he's a great guy. He, he helps me with many things. And uh, in my old age right now, I need help, <laughs> that's for sure. And uh, sometimes when I forget things, I'm reminded by good friends. And recently we had uh, a friend, Ray, here on the broadcast. Um, by the way, Ron, he, uh, Ray gave us his whole background, his biography, mm-hmm. so, to, so to say. And he, it was great, very interesting. You know, he was born up in, the, uh, up in Maine. Way up in northern Maine, right. very close to Canada. We had a great time. He shared a testimony for a couple of days. But now I'm glad you're here so you could share with us. And I know as a pastor and your knowledge of the Word of God um, and many things you know that Jesus has shown you is very important. And that's why I wanted to bring up this subject. So maybe you could share some thoughts about the idea of God becoming a man. Uh, have you noticed, Ron, how that this passage here that you already read to us, First John, mm-hmm. uh, which reads, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have handled um, with, and so on. He has, in so many words, he is God the man, and in this passage, he is the word of life. That word of life that he is called here, what does that mean to you, if you could comment on it? If you have an idea, what is, what is, what is the Apostle John trying to tell us in this passage uh, by the revelation he mm-hmm. got from God the Father that Jesus is called the word of life? Right. And he's a man at the same time. Huh? Mm-hmm. Jesus is a man, yeah. but he's the word of life. Yes. Uh, that, that could mean many things, couldn't it? Yes. <laughs> For one <laughs> thing, there is no life apart from Jesus. Exactly. You're right. Anybody that isn't walking with or born again yeah. with Jesus, there's no life in them. No life. Because oh. your spirit is dead That's until right. you're born again from above. Now, that's a good thing to talk about because I mentioned at least briefly here that the Holy, we, you know, we know about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And many people who don't even read the Bible but go to church now and then will hear that phrase, mm-hmm. maybe from the preacher or whoever is there, 
who will mention the Holy Spirit and God the Son, but the Holy Spirit being a teacher and a guide and tells us things about who God is, mm-hmm. uh, like you just mentioned, if you're not born again, you don't have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, then can you really, really know about Christ? Yeah, I mean, I know we could learn about him intellectually. Mm-hmm. How do we explain that to people who don't know what I'm talking about right now? <laughs> well, the Holy Spirit, usually people that get born again, they've been touched by the Holy Spirit because you can't be born again without the Spirit touching you first. That's right, that's right. He's the one that draws us to Christ. That's right. So I'm, I'm of the thinking that it's very important that you, you get to know the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's for sure. Because he's the one that brings things to being. Mm-hmm. God the Father is the commander. Jesus is the one that administers what's to be done. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is the power that gets that done. That's so it's, right. they all work together. They do. It's, it's just amazing when you start reading the Bible how the Holy Spirit, you'll read a passage and, and something will come out of that and you've read it probably a hundred times before. But at this time, something comes from that. The Holy Spirit reveals something to you. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, for example, I think one good example, um, I say this, but I know other people have said it as well. Sometimes people try to read the Bible and understand the Bible, but they don't know Jesus as their personal right. Savior, have not been born again. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is not there in them Amen. to teach them things about the Bible. So a lot of folks will say, I, I don't know, I don't understand the Bible. It's got a lot of words that are kind of crazy, and it's very confusing. The Bible contradicts itself. Uh, the Bible is written by old men many years ago, and they don't know what they're talking about, so I don't want to believe the Bible. I don't read the Bible. Now, that's a sad thing, mm-hmm. but, it, but in a way, before I was born again, as you use that expression, born again, I couldn't understand the Bible. It was when I was born again. All right. of a sudden, it was like reading another book. Mm-hmm. It kind of came to life. Amen. Uh, so you're right about that. The Holy Spirit is our teacher and guide. And what's exciting for true believers in Christ, reading the Bible, the Holy Spirit opens up our understanding. Amen. And uh, it's, it's the best book that's ever been written. Hallelujah. <laughs> we know that. But it's sad when so many people attack the Bible. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, they just attack it in many different ways. It's old. It's, mm-hmm. it's outdated. It's full of contradictions. It was written so long ago and so forth. The thing that people don't understand is the people that wrote the Bible was empowered by the Holy Spirit. He came upon them That's right. and gave them the words and the things to think about that would bring that that passage into being. That's right. So it's, it's all the Holy Spirit. It is. is. Well, in fact, as you may remember, it's in Second Peter, I believe, in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Peter wrote a letter to the church, just like the Apostle John wrote this letter to us. 
And and Peter in Peter's letter, he he wrote this that the Holy Spirit told him to write. The men were moved. I can't remember the exact words right now, but I have the Bible here. I could read it. The point is, is that God appointed certain men mm-hmm. to write the Scripture right. in the way that God exactly wanted them to write it. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean, and it didn't mean, that God used people mechanically. No. Uh, but Peter had his own personality, his own way, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit was showing him things. Uh, that Peter would like to write down. And so he did. That He wrote this, that no prophecy, in other words, no teaching no. of Scripture is of any private, private interpretation. interpretation. For prophecy of the Word of God never came by the will of man, Amen. but Holy men of God spoke to us because they were moved by the Holy Spirit, just like you said. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is a teacher. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God the Holy Spirit, with God the Father and God the Son, wrote the Bible for Amen. us. Amen. So, so why would it be crazy for me to say that this is the greatest book that's ever been written. It is. It, it yeah. comes right from the heart of God. It's life, the life of Christ, life. the life he puts into us. That's right. Through the living word. These are living words. That's right. Every word that Jesus spoke yeah. uh, was living, alive. Right. And, and, and and the Holy Spirit uh, um, lightens up the scripture to us. Amen. And, and that's living as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's sort of well, it is supernatural. It's not like reading a natural book. It's not the same. But I also know if you don't know God, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, and you haven't been born again, it may be very difficult for you to even understand what we're talking right. about. But that is the absolute truth right there. Yep. Uh, because God, the life the Father is interesting is uh, our spirit, not the flesh. I mean, he heals flesh sometimes. Uh-huh. It's all, all in his, what he he determines to do. That's right. Because of a reason, whatever it is that he has. That's right. Because a lot of times we pray the Lord and ask him for this, that, and the other. Uh-huh. And when we don't receive it right away, we're saying, well, I guess he didn't hear me. Uh-huh. But that's not the truth. If you're born again, God hears you every time you pray. It's, that's right. It's, that's it's right. the uh, sinner that he don't hear. And to think about talking to God, which is what prayer is, right. that's about as personal as you can get with Amen. God. So God knows what's on our heart. Yes. And that's what prayer is about, that's right. talking to God about what's going on in our life. And we need to pray to Him and talk to Him about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we may not get an immediate, instant uh, answer, but He will. He will reveal to us the things that he wants us to know. Amen. One last thing, Ron, the time is almost up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Jesus came into the world, can you tell listeners right now, for what purpose did he come? I mean, it would be hard to explain it in just a couple of minutes, but what do you think was the heart of what Jesus came to do here in the world? He didn't want that any of his creation perished. That's why he sent Jesus to the cross. And Jesus 
suffered so bad through all that on the road to Calvary, at Calvary, on the cross, at the flogging post. Right. He got terribly beaten. I so, know, I, I agree. Thank you for saying that. I, I just wanted to say that all of our sins were put upon Jesus yes. Christ, so he was actually judged and condemned in yes. our place. That's right. Uh, I know I'm a wicked sinner, and the Bible says all have sinned, but we could never make it to heaven. No. We could never get into a healthy relationship mm-hmm. with God the Father because we're sinful. I mean, right. some people don't like to hear that. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know you're a sinner? <laughs> you know, some people don't like to hear that, but it's a fact. We can't be like Jesus. No. We can't keep God's commandments. No. We, have, we, can't, we have a hard time um, understanding and obeying the Bible Amen. and all of those things because we're fallen human, human nature. nature. Yeah. N- n- nature. And it was Adam and Eve that brought the original sin Amen. into the world. And so we have that sin nature. That's right. I don't like to be angry at Adam. And Eve, but, you know, it's their fault, right? (laughs) I think if we were there, we'd do the same thing. I know, we would. Um, So here we are with a sinful nature, but what you brought out, what we are talking about, the only way I can get to heaven, I can't get to heaven in the terms of the fact that I am a sinner. I can't get to heaven because I keep the commandments, because nobody can keep the commandments. I can't get to heaven for being perfect with everything I do. So how in the world can I ever think of getting to heaven? What would you say? I'd say Jesus came. He was truth and grace. And the only way you can get to heaven is to accept the free gift that he offers to us. Just accept it and know that as 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 long as you accept it and ask him to be with you, to be in your heart and to follow him, he will he will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh. And he will take you through all your trials and tribulations. It is so true. When the Holy Spirit convicted me years ago about my problem, that I would never be good enough mm-hmm. to be with God. But then God gave me the gospel, showed me that Jesus died for me. That's right. Uh, the Bible says Jesus was manifest. He came into the world to take my sins and the sins of the world upon himself. Yeah. Uh, he suffered the penalty of sin for yeah. the whole world. But, you know, we can't enjoy the benefit of that, as you know, um, Ryan, without accepting Christ Amen. as our Savior. That's we have right. to pray and receive him. Yeah as Savior of our life, and he will change our life. Yes, he will. And he will show us these things we need to to know. Yeah, he will. Um, Pastor Ron, would you just share a very brief closing prayer for somebody to ask Jesus into their life? Father, I just come to you. Holy Spirit, Jesus, I ask you, whoever's listening to this, that you touch their hearts to, to just know the love of Christ is wanting them to ask him into their life and hearts. And he will, if you ask, and you're sincere, and you really mean what you're saying, he will come into your heart and save you. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Friends, we have to go, but I would like, listen, this may be, it is a very important message. I would like to hear from you. Pastor Ron with me, he would love to hear from you. Please send an email. Send it to host at agmradio.net. Host at agmradio.net. Or you could get on our webpage which is agmradio.net. You can communicate with either one of those places. We'd love to hear from you, and I hope you will be in touch real soon. And for those of you who have been in touch, thank you so very much. And come back soon. We want to share more with you about God's love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.